USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Legendary The Price is Right game show host Bob Barker has died at the age of 99. His longtime publicist says he died peacefully at home this morning. Civil rights groups returned to the nation's capital 60 years after Martin Luther King Jr.'s historic march to Washington. Tens of thousands of people took part in the march and rally at the Lincoln Memorial. Among them was Martin Luther King III, who called the anniversary a continuation of his father's fight for civil rights and not just a commemoration. And we're coming together to say we must create the climate for America to move forward in a forward direction, not a backward direction. President Biden and Vice President Harris will meet with members of the King family at the White House, and Biden will deliver remarks on Monday. I'm Jeremy Scott. Seven people were shot Saturday morning during a parade in Boston. Police say the victims were taken to local hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries. The shooting happened around 7.45 this morning during the Jouvert Parade, which is part of the city's Caribbean Carnival. Several arrests have been made and several weapons were covered at the scene. The missing persons list from the wildfires in Maui has been updated to 388. That's according to a list released by the county and validated by the FBI. That list had contained over a 1,000 names on Tuesday. The death toll still stands at 115. Speaking at the Jackson Hole Economic Symposium in Wyoming, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said the goal of the Federal Reserve remains the same. 2% is and will remain our inflation target. We are committed to achieving and sustaining a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to that level over time. He said inflation has fallen over the past several months, but still remains too high. As a result, more interest rate hikes could be coming. Today's USA Championship in the Little League World Series comes down to a rematch between teams from California and Texas. This is USA News. If you have asthma, pay close attention to this message. It can save you hundreds of dollars on your healthcare costs. Right now, you can make a free call and get generic asthma inhalers for less than $20 a piece. That's cheaper than most of your insurance co-pays. And if you call right now, you can buy 10 or more and save even more. Our rescue asthma inhalers are a real generic version of the product that you already pay hundreds of dollars for. Save yourself money and call now to order. If you have asthma, now you can save hundreds of dollars with no prescription required for your inhalers. Call right now, learn how to get your rescue asthma inhalers shipped directly to your door for less than $20 each. Call the Prescription Savings Hotline now. 800-451-0380 That's 800-451-0380 Call now. A number of people have been injured after a shooting in the bleachers at a Chicago White Sox game. Police say the shooting happened at Guaranteed Rate Field Friday night during the third inning of a game between the White Sox and the Oakland A's. Authorities are not confirming any injuries and say more information would be released. Earlier reports said the shooting happened in the left field bleachers and that several rows were cleared, but fans were not asked to leave. A 90s concert featuring Vanilla Ice was set to take place after the game, but was later canceled over, quote, technical difficulties. I'm Jim Forbes. Mystery hunters converged on a Scottish lake Saturday to look for signs of the mythical Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Center said researchers would try to seek evidence of Nessie using thermal imaging drones, infrared cameras, and a hydrophone to detect underwater sounds in the lake's murky waters. The two-day event is being billed as the biggest survey of the lake in 50 years and includes people from around the world watching the waters remotely on webcams. 
Police in Fairfax, Virginia are looking for an armed robber who's going to the birds. Fairfax County police say the man had two parrots on the brim of his cowboy hat and another on his shoulder when he pulled a knife on a man in a McDonald's parking lot and took his money earlier this week. And FIFA has suspended Luis Rubiales, the president of the Spanish Soccer Federation, from his position. It follows an investigation into his behavior during the Women's World Cup final. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-939-3179. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-939-3179. 800-939-3179. That's 800-939-3179. Five. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. We're back to hour three, Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cuter, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We've had a great uh, first two hours. We're going to have to fly through this third hour because we have a lot of interesting stuff to go through. We're going to fi- uh, fi- uh, finish up with the uh, Richens trial in Utah that's coming up, Michael Orr's case, the blind side, Tyson Plant su- being sued for closing. We just the breaking kind of news, too, is... Uh, the 100-mile-an-hour crash case in Ohio of uh, Mackenzie uh, Sherilla. She has uh, – that case just went through and finished, and she was um, uh, sentenced uh, Friday, late Friday. And we're going to talk about that one, even though we that's kind of a late-breaking uh, case. And uh, we've got a lot more to go through. But, Cal, let's just get this uh, case or no case done. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah! Geraldine Manafred just died. She had a very large family of loving children. She thought they were loving children, but it turns out they didn't like each other very much. And after she passed, they found a bag of wigs. The oldest sister and the brother went into the closet. Her mother passed from cancer and had a lot of wigs. So they started going through them. And and the sister said, let's just throw them away. And the brother said, well, 
let's donate them so that maybe someone else could use them who's in the same condition. So he took them out, and one by one, out from the wigs flew cash. $22,000 of cash went flying out of these wigs that mom had been keeping. Also inside, immaculate records of where all four other children had borrowed money from Geraldine. One got $30,000 and, according to records, never paid back as much as a dime. So Fred, the oldest brother, said, I'm going to keep the cash. You guys already got your money from her. Louise, the other sister, asked the other kids if they wanted to sue Fred for the 20 k because they could all use a small taste. Mm. Yes, they went to a lawyer and said, do we have a case or no case? Fred, I think it's you, isn't it? It's actually Denise, but I'll do it. Okay. I mean, didn't we? Uh, Wait. Oh, it's me. No, I, th- I started. I thought first. It doesn't matter. I'll start. It doesn't matter. I'll okay. start. So here's what's interesting about this thing. Um, the, the, it, you can't determine whether or not those, even if she wrote the notes, those monies given prior to this were gifts or loans. And I don't think that it said these were, quote, gifts or loan on the piece of papers that she wrote down, right? On her ledger, it said loaned to children. Okay, loaned to children. Okay. But does it say there's no evidence that they have to pay it back? And so my answer to that is the children cannot claim, it could have been turned into a gift, cannot claim that that is a loan that needs to be paid back to the estate. I'm going to say this is um, not a case. It's not even uh, a scenario. Maybe it was a scenario, but I'm going to say it's just not a case, Cal, and there's nothing that was filed, but that's very interesting, though. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, Todd Kunin, what do you think about this? Well, uh, did you... In your setting up of the scenario, yeah, was there any sort of will otherwise involved? Anything that she had that that talked about the disposition of of assets or had a will but didn't mention the cash. Had a will but did not mention the cash. Right. Okay. She wanted that to kind of be when you go through my stuff, you'll find it. It'll be a pleasant surprise for all you kids. I would think. I'm just thinking as an older person. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll say that this is a case, and the older brother, the guy who found the money in the wigs, does not have uh, a claim to just go ahead and keep it because of this ledger that had something to somebody else. He, 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 there's no reason why he should be entitled to it any more than anybody else, simply because he was the one that showed up with his sister to help clean out the clean out the house after she died. So, um, anything that was found in Side the house needs to be disposed of pursuant to the terms of the will, and he doesn't get to arbitrarily say it's just mine. So, yes, case by the other siblings, and older brother does not get to just arbitrarily keep the 28000 Okay, that's uh, fair enough. Denise, what's your thought on this? Well, my thought is if there was a will, there has to be a case if the estate was a certain value, because you have to lodge the will, and then you have to probate the estate, right? So that would be a case. So for lodging the will is a case. No, that's not. That's not a case. It is too. No, you have to file a lawsuit. Nope. Nope. Cal, what say you? I don't think that's a case. I have no idea about that. Okay, so filing a case, just because you lodge a will doesn't mean you're you're suing. That's not a lawsuit. No, it is too. You open a probate and it becomes a suit. It becomes an actual case with the court, and then you have to work over the next year to probate that estate. And well, dep- I'm sure that, but that's not yes. what I think. The dev- we got to figure that out because if that if it's just opening a, a probate or a, 
that's, that's not. I don't see that as a lawsuit, and that's. I might want to. My view is if there's a judge involved and a lawyer case involved, no it's a case. If Correct. it's just the Filed. administrator in the county, you know, then I would say probably not. That's just my thinking. But I yes. obviously don't have any training in this matter. Okay, I'll, I'll okay. stick with my. I'll stick with my my answer. Fair Your enough. answer is no case. No case. Your answer was. Case. My answer was case, and the older brother does not get to just keep the twenty-eight thousand. Ultimately. And I'm going to say, I think that he tried to do the triple no case thing. So I'm going to say <laughs> no case. All right, Cal, tell us. Tell us. All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you the answer here. At the funeral, the children all sat together and wept together and reconciled. And the oldest brother said, listen, I'm sorry. I thought 5000 bucks for each of us would come between us. I was wrong, so let's not go to court. Let's just figure yes, this out amongst these. ourselves. <laughs> and so there was Good one. no case, but a true story. But it was, yeah, true story. So what? What happened with your family with that, Cal? No, <laughs> believe me, nobody, nobody in my family left twenty grand undiscovered laying yeah. around. So, so speaking of that, I thought you were going to get into this, Cal. That they they took the wigs, they gave them away to you know uh, Desert Industries. And they, the, someone at Desert Industries found the money, and the question is, is it still the families or is it Desert Industries? I know people who have worked there who yep. cherry-picked all the time. I had a guy call me up yes. one time and said, hey, Cal, I got a great Nikon. I said, where'd you get it? He said, oh, well, I'm the intake guy at Desert Industries. Right. I, I gave him, you know, five bucks for it, and now I'm keeping it, and I'll sell it to No, you. and I know that's what happens. Yeah. And ready for the story of the century? Yeah. My aunt was a curator for an extremely wealthy man that was from Los Angeles that was uh, Carnegie's partner. Oh, wow. Um, and in the steel industry. And he moved from there in L.A. And he was, uh, in fact, he owned just blocks and blocks of part of Los Angeles in the you know 20s, 30s, 40s. And he passed away. And my aunt, and he was kind to my aunt. And I've got my aunt actually had pictures of he had gold, like real gold like on his swimming pool, the filling thing, it was real gold, oh, all the filling. So, but she, she, I have, um, we had this one thing that was an ugly, you talk about ugly, you've never seen ugly before until you've seen a vase, a vase. You don't see those big ones that stand, you know, they're like yeah. probably three feet tall. Like an entryway kind yeah. of a, yeah. and my mom, it was green. Like my, Ming. Yeah. A yeah. Ming vase, Yeah, right? and we kept throwing, and we throw our umbrellas in there, and we throw our basketballs in there, and my, and all of her family passed away, and all that was left was my older aunt, and that was one of the things in my mom's thing, and nobody wanted it. We sent it to Desert Industries. Uh-oh. I'm telling you, about a week later, my aunt calls and goes, what'd you do with that thing? I said, well, uh, why? She goes, oh, that was a very, very valuable such as us that came from the estate, worth Probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're calling down there. No, I, I called Desert Industries. No, it's gone. I, I sure it's not there. No, it's gone. Yeah, I know why it's gone. So we messed up. That's for sure. So be careful wow. when you get rid of stuff. You better check the internet. We'll be back after this and talk a little bit more about that Utah case. Then we're going to get into about 500 other cases that we're going to fly through. Thanks, Fred. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on great local radio stations all across this great land of ours. And many of you are listening at radiolawtalk.com. And wherever you're listening, we thank you. And we'll be right back in just a little bit here on Radio Law Talk.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-
No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. HealthWarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Oh, that's down. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We were talking about uh, Corey um, Richens' case, uh, the Utah mom that's allegedly they're prosecuting her for uh, putting fentanyl in her husband's drink. And um, Todd and I are going to do a really quick. uh, They've just, uh, as we said, the last hour, they decided not to seek the death penalty. And it's probably because she's got two, three little kids and and three little boys and and dad is, is dead and now... Even if mom, if mom did it, and again, she's innocent at this point, it'd be devastating to have the kids watch mom be put to death, right? So uh, they've agreed to that. But, but the evidence to me is very interesting. And Todd and I are going to kind of go back and forth a little bit about, here's the first and most important thing that's interesting. Um, he died of fentanyl overdose. And um, she, there is a person that's going to testify that was the drug dealer and this drug dealer is going to testify that they, it's a lady, sold fentanyl to her on two different occasions. Um, not only on two different occasions, but there was an actual check written out to this lady for buying the fentanyl. However, this person was their house cleaner and would also clean their business. They had a business together, that, and she'd go down to the business and clean the, the business. But the check amount was unreasonably high during this time period uh, when the the check was supposedly received. The second thing that's interesting is she took out life insurance policies on her husband uh, that were uh, came up to approximately $1.7 million. There was an argument back, and again, this is the, the prosecutor side, there's arguments back and forth about buying a $2 million home. She is a, stay, uh, she is a realtor and he owns... I don't know if she owned part of it, too, a construction company that was very successful. By the way, the area they were living in was a very nice part of Utah, and it had the nicer homes. Uh, The other thing that's interesting is she didn't have time to – the the allegations are she didn't have time to to do anything with his funeral or plan it, and she let his side of the family do it because she claims that she was too distraught. Yet she bought a $2 million home during that time period was doing real estate. The other thing is on her, and by the way, she wrote a children's book called Are You With Me? It's about the death of, of a father and how you, you, you deal with that. Um, and then finally, on her computer, the following was found. She searched the following phrases beginning in April 2022. Um, Luxury prisons for rich in America. How long does life insurance companies take to pay? Can you delete anything from an old iCloud account? Can deleted text messages be retrieved? 
what information can be obtained from a cell phone, how to turn Find My iPhone off, can cops force you to do a lie detector test, when does the FBI get involved in a case, what is considered a lethal dose of fentanyl, and what are you allowed inside Utah jails? So this, these are some of, the, some of the evidence that they have and the testimony that's going to come before them. There's also forensic testimony that shows that her phone was pinging at these different areas that the witness, the drug dealer witness, testified uh, that this is where the transaction came down, that the drugs were purchased, um, and, and all her pings of her phone were all at these specific places. Now, Todd's going to lay out a couple of things, and if Denise, you want to chime in, um, lay out a few things What uh, as defense, what he would argue. Sure. From a defense standpoint, let's go ahead and talk about the life insurance policies. The life insurance policies were purchased between 2015 and 2017. So those life insurance policies were, um, they had been in effect for anywhere from seven to f- five to seven years prior to the uh, date of the murder. And and you know, it's claimed that, and well, we don't know if Eric, the deceased, knew about the life insurance policies or not. He, he might well have known about them. The fact that she purchased them, if she had purchased the life insurance policies totally $2 million and he's dead a week later, that is suspicious. But we're talking about life insurance policies have been in place for five to seven years. And that leads to her, her researching on her computer, how long does it take life insurance policies to pay out? Well, that search was done a couple of months after the death of Eric, and she knows she's got these policies, and she knows she's going to need income coming in. So there's a question about how long does it take? Maybe she's heard different things uh, from folks about how long it takes those life insurances to pay out, policies to pay out. The big question here is, what about this drug dealer that uh, is currently in prison serving a sentence for drug dealing? And, you know, I I think that that is easily impeachable. First, uh, let's look at what the drug dealer actually said. All the drug dealers confirmed is that she supplied uh, Corey Richens with fentanyl. And what we don't know, and what I suspect is going to come out at trial, is Corey Richens probably saying, yeah, my husband and I did recreational fentanyl. We both did it. And that, and the reason I'm talking about lethal doses is because yeah, still, maybe I still do fentanyl, maybe I've still got it, but he died. I would not have expected that he would have died, but clearly he took too much. So what is a lethal dose of fentanyl? I don't want to die. I've got kids to look after, right? And so, uh, you know, we, we've got these, the, the, the searches for luxury prisons for the rich in America, and uh, deleting things from an iPhone account. I, the luxury prison thing doesn't really phase me too much. I think that's easily explainable by her. Say, look, by the time I was searching this, I knew I was already the subject of an investigation. And you know what? I, I think innocent people get convicted all of the time. I wanted to see what I was looking at. I was trying to go ahead and take, uh, take uh, assess what my liability might have been. I think there's another argument there by the defense, and that is uh, when you first purchase a life insurance policy, there's kind of a no-suicide clause that generally says you can't commit suicide within five years. But after that five years, that clause goes away, and a suicide um, may be covered um, underneath the policy. So she could argue he knew about the policies, he knew about the suicide clause, he waited the five years, and then he offed himself. Yeah. Wow, we got a lot. Geez, we're gonna go through, go over a couple more things. Todd, I want you to comment, or, or Denise also, about um, 
what he said to his sisters before he died about she had possibly tried this before. We oh, want to talk yeah, about yeah. that. Sure. We've got a lot to go into. We're going to be booming. We'll be back. Not much time left on Radio Law Talk, so turn up your radio or your computer or your phone. Just keep listening. You won't want to miss any of it right here. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. USA News Update. Legendary The Price is Right game show host Bob Barker is dead at the age of 99. His longtime publicist said he died peacefully at his home Saturday morning. Four days later, and there's still no proof that Russian mercenary leader Yevgeny Prigozhin is dead. The leader of the Wagner Group reportedly died in a plane crash near Moscow on Wednesday night. Britain's Ministry of Defense said Saturday that while there's no definitive proof, it is highly likely that he's dead. Russian authorities say Prigozhin was listed as a passenger on the plane. Civil rights groups are in the nation's capital to mark the 60th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s historic march on Washington. Martin Luther King III said it's a continuation of his father's fight for civil rights. And we're coming together to say we must create the climate for America to move forward in a forward direction, not a backward direction. 75,000 people are taking part in the march and rally. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot for Revive Health. Revive is an inexpensive alternative or supplement to traditional health care. It's perfect for independent contractors, gig workers, and small business owners. What you need is flexibility, portability, affordability, and ease of access. 
You also need convenient care that you can get anywhere. That's what Revive is. Affordable, flexible, portable, fast, simple, health care anywhere. Revive treats you like you are the CEO of your own Fortune 500 company. Usually, you can only get access to a product like this. The extracurricular activities, the traffic, the nightly homework, the traffic, the finding time to eat dinner together as a family, the traffic. Back to school can be stressful. Thanks to Ziploc, meal prep doesn't have to be. New Ziploc bags with Stay Open Design have a patented stand-up bottom that helps keep the bag upright and a top grease that folds and holds for easy filling, unlocking a second set of hands in the kitchen. If only it unlocked a second set of lanes. New Ziploc brand freezer and storage bags with Stay Open Design from SC Johnson, a family company. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-939-3179. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-939-3179. 800-939-3179. That's 800-939-3179. and on your favorite radio station. So Corey, uh, Corey Richens, uh, also uh, the prosecution in that case is saying that the husband told the sisters that, hey, I think my wife's trying to poison me in, in, in with fentanyl, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, yeah, Corey. Corey can argue, yeah, we did get fentanyl. I think that's a good argument. We get fentanyl, but he used it himself. I didn't put it in there. Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. The statements that he made to his sisters about what she was doing, how is that coming in at all? And that, that is textbook hearsay, and he's not available to cross-examine because he's dead. And that, that just I don't see how any of those statements are coming in at trial. The jury would be able to hear any of his concerns about having, oh, she tried to poison me in a sandwich, and she tried to poison me with fentanyl and all this kind of stuff. And even if it did come in, okay, when did that happen? Years. And yet they stayed together, right? They were still together. He told you this how long ago? He told us this a lot. How many times did you get together as family, and they're going to show pictures and video of the family all getting together, and you're telling this jury that prior to this stuff here, family get-togethers, he told you she was trying to kill him, and yet you're still all... Chumming it up with him. Well, not only that, you're, you're still living. He's still living with you and still, hanging out with yeah, you. Well, I have a question. What about the change in his will? Is that going to be something going to be admissible? Uh, they, they can go ahead and say that he changed the will, right? But they can't get into, and he changed it because he was concerned that she was going to try to kill him. I think that they, they would show that the change in the will to maybe try to show that she had motive. Look, he changed the will and wrote her out of it. They can use that. I mean, that's a that's a fact. The will was changed, and the prosecution spin on that is, and she was so ticked off. 
that she that she killed him, right? So we're going to follow this, but I want to jump into the other one in Ohio. This is a teen, a 19-year-old girl by the name of Mackenzie Sherilla. She's 19. She has a boyfriend that's 20, and then her the boyfriend's friend is 19. And apparently there's testimony back and forth, and this is already done. They didn't do a jury trial. They did a judge trial in this case. And the judge in this case found what happened is around 5 a.m. in the morning, there's video of her in her car going 100 miles an hour and crashing directly, going off the road, and it looks like it's pointing right toward this uh, this wall, and she hits it, and she lives, and the boyfriend dies, and so does the boyfriend's friend dies. And um, the evidence showed that the forensic evidence, don't forget, they have black boxes, that she accelerated right before this, never decelerated, never hit her brakes, and went. the, the, the whole argument to the prosecution was she intentionally tried to kill him because they weren't getting along, apparently. There were some issues, and she in the past had even said, well, I'll just run the car into a wall or something, or she said something to that effect, or, or I'm going to kill you with the car, something. I don't know the exact words, but so don't quote me on it, but... That was their argument, but but the evidence was very clear, according to the judge, that she tried to kill both of these individuals, and she was just um, sentenced to two consecutive 15-year-to-life. Actually, um, actually the, the judge ran them concurrent. Concurrent. I don't know. Yes. Can, not consecutive. What's concurrent mean? Con- concurrent means they're running at the same time. If it was, oh, wow. If it was consecutive, it would be oh. 15, and then you do it. So it would be 30 years. So she basically has... It's 30 years, then, she's given. No, it's, no, she's 15 it's, years. It's, it's, it's 15 for that, but there's also another count, I think, that she got 40 years on. So so she's going to be there for a while. Are you sure? Because I said something about it's up going to be up to the parole board if you ever get out. Because what happens is it's, it's 50, like, for example, 15 years to life means they could keep going. In the, was that right, Todd, with a parole board? Yeah. Could say we are still going to stay in there? Yes. And it's up to the parole board, right? It's the earliest... She, I, and, and I'm not. And by the way, I'm not ignoring Denise. It's just that Todd's a prosecutor and a former prosecutor, and that's why we're asking. The, oh yeah, that's your story. The I earliest know, that you. she would be eligible for parole is yeah. after the 15 years on the indeterminate sentence of 15 to life. Right. Um, so Got she it. she would be eligible uh, for parole at that point in time. Yeah, and so we're it, gonna... you know, in, in this case here, I'll tell you if. If it was just the boyfriend with her in the car when she did all of this. Now, look, there was evidence that she had actually driven the route the day before, mapped out. She It was pretty premeditated. She knew where she was going to go. That's the argument. But if, the, if it was just she and her boyfriend, um, I mean, first, she would have only been looking at 15 to life. The reason there were two is because there were two people that were killed. But also, look, I think a judge could sit there and say, okay, I understand the mental stress between the relationship and all this stuff was going on. That might have had more play. However, the fact that she still went through with the plan when a person who was not in a relationship with her was sitting in the back seat, the other friend, you know, what did he have? His his crime was he, he just happened to be in the back seat, right? And so the fact that she did not change her plan, even though somebody that she was not in a relationship with was in the car, um, that that adds to the callous nature of, of this accident. 
Yeah, she didn't value human life at all. It's well, crazy. Yeah, what's interesting, too, is right before this, uh, the details are she went to his house and was yelling at him and pounding on the door to let me in, and and she's threatening to key his car. He's going to break the door handle. You know, you open this door right now or you're going to be a serious – you're going to be a serious blanking problem, effing problem. And just this crazy, this craziness – how do you get – I'm not blaming him, but how do you now with that craziness, knowing that person's that crazy, get in her car uh, with her? You know, she's – a car can be a weapon, right? And, man, did she – I mean, intention, an intentional weapon, you know? And so that's what's interesting to find out. So it's a sad it's a sad thing, and uh, it's just two, two young men's lives were taken, and, and her life and her family and – this has messed everybody up. But a lot of times, that's why teenagers don't think sometimes. They don't think straight. Michael Orr, um, we've been talking about, is the blind side. He's, we listened to our show last week. But he has filed a lawsuit alleging that his, quote, and I'm going to call him mom and dad, even though that's not technically, that they, they did a conservatorship over him when he was 18, and they bamboozled him to take extra money from the the show because and, and something to do with legal issues concerning whether or not he thought he was adopted and part of the family, but instead he just had a conservatorship. Well, we're going to follow this as the lawsuit pursues. We're not going to get into too much detail right now. I don't want to get into detail about this. But the big issue is, is we're now finding that age, at age 25, according to the New York Post, he could have uh, ended the conservatorship. And so, therefore, this argument that, oh, I thought I was adopted parents and I should have, you know, I, even up to this date, I think he's is he in his 40s now. Um, he's 30, I think 37, 38. 37, 38. Um, but, but he could have apparently, at age 25, gotten rid of the conservatorship if he wanted to. Yeah, and, and you know, his argument that I, I didn't know it was a conservatorship, I thought it was adopted. Look, there's some evidence that people are looking at when they start peeling the onion on this thing. They're like, well, hold on a second. You wrote a memoir in 2011. You, it was titled, I Beat the Odds. And in the memoir, you referred to the Tuies as my legal conservators. You didn't say adoptive parents. You said, so you knew what it was, and, and you could have terminated this thing and. It, when you were 25 years old, you could have terminated it, and if there were future rights to, to negotiate for the for the movie deal and what have you, you're free to do that. You just didn't, yeah. and and so, you know, it, look, he's got another book that's out, and again, I, I've said this before, this is a legal action done in connection with or very close to the release of a book. If it wasn't for this making the news. I wouldn't have even known that there was another book uh, that came out. So it did its job there. I think that the biggest thing for Orr is if the allegations are true that prior to going public with this, he had said, you know, look, pay me $15 million and I won't go public, which, which that is alleged to have happened. I'm not saying it did or didn't. That's an allegation. But if that turns out to be true, you know, that's criminal in nature. That's extortion. I would like to see um, what happened to his NFL profits. Yeah. I'd like to know yeah, where, where, his, where his monies are. Yeah, he was he got some good money in the NFL, right? And and technically, as in the conservatorship, there should be annual accounting. 
We're so. going to talk about football player Dwayne Haskins when we come back. Uh, actually, he's he's passed away. Their, that case is looks like it's settled. And then uh, talk about a Missouri respiratory therapist who uh, have some real serious issues. And then the uh, law firm, the, the lawsuit against Tyson plant closures. We'll be back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. A little bit more coming up, so stay tuned. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, 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 car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cutters shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Come on. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. 
Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz2Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. no fun. They're all just making up stuff that he's saying, right? That's true. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. In Dexter, Missouri, the uh, Tyson plant is closing, and there's been uh, lawsuits filed by a family against Tyson Foods for closing. And I thought, well, well, that, well that was re- that's ridiculous. But you look at it. Apparently... The, the announcement to close, chickens cannot be transported very far away from where the plant is, uh, where they, um, by the way, I love chicken, uh, where they, you know, process the chickens. And there's a number of families that has these chicken farms within 45 miles of the Tyson Foods. And their argument is, it's not just a person that's working there. Apparently, there was 600 and, 683 workers were laid off. And the, but the issue is, is this family who has a family chicken farm put in a lot of money into their chicken farm, believing that they were going to be able to go ahead and, and they had this agreement with Tyson to, to send the chicken, to, to, to have the poultry or their chickens transported there. And I'll bet, I don't, we don't see all the details. There's an agreement there. Tyson says they don't guarantee the plant's going to be there forever. But this family said that they were, they believed that they had a, a, the assumption it would be there. They put a lot of money into the farms, the, you know, the chicken coops, the chicken, you know, facilities, and they're going to lose money and go. They're in debt now and and are having issues. So, that's the lawsuit that just started. We're going to see what happens. But uh, apparently, uh, they've they've had this these houses this this farm these this farmer that's suing for twenty nine years. Um, so they originally served what's called Hudson Foods that owned the plants before Tyson acquired it in 1998. But uh, they have 14 huge chicken houses. You know Tyson's going to come in and say, yeah, you know, look, we had those last agreements around 2018, 2019. What happened in 2020 that affected almost every business in the United States? Right. And, and look, economically, we took a downturn like everybody else. we got to close the business. This isn't a charity, but we all have risk. Yeah. And you guys do, too. I think that's a good defense. So. Yeah, it is. Def- uh, go ahead, Denise. You, you want to talk about what, what do you want? You got uh, The some... Maui fire situation. Yeah. Um, everybody knows that Lahaina was absolutely devastated by what occurred there. And um, it, it reminds me of what happened in California. Um, there's a very similar 
type of a reason behind the fires. An argument, um, yeah. Yeah, in Paradise, California, it was argued that PG&E was responsible for the start of that fire. And there's a concept about inverse condemnation. That's where the, if it's a, the utility is a public utility, it's owned by our, our state, um, that, that you don't have to really prove much to get that inverse condemnation lawsuit and to recover money for damages to your properties you've lost in a fire where there's a utility that's responsible. Well, now in Lahaina, they're saying that the Hawaiian utility is responsible. They're showing pictures of it, and it looks like it's a pretty credible allegation. And But Hawaii has never tested yet inverse condemnation. So this is something that is going to be watched very carefully in Hawaii, and I do think that it's going to be something that they're going to learn from California from. Now, isn't it the key there is that they have to show the utility is actually acting as a quasi-governmental agency, right? Yes. And, and so this, this inverse condemnation is closely related to the idea of eminent domain, where the government can come in and take your property under eminent domain. The argument here is, well, you might not have intended this, but because you're a government agency, you took my property because of the you you condemned my property because of the uh, malfeasance of this quasi public agency the utility and so we're entitled to money and it short circuits a lot of uh, red tape and paperwork and sort of bumps you to the head of the line. Yes, right? and the important thing about that is that that type of a strategy does not require a, a having to prove negligence. Yes, and that is a huge issue, and I think that it's going to be used. Also, and I don't know, I haven't done this research, but I've been told by several credible sources that the actual state had just entered into legislation in June that if historical landmarks get destroyed somehow, then the state gets to take over those landmarks. And there was a lot of historical landmarks in Lahaina that were destroyed wow. in this fire. Wow. So that, I think, would lend credibility to this inverse condemnation. Uh, New York Knicks. Boy, yeah. you know, you'll get, get, it's always interesting when one team sues another. The Knicks are suing the Raptors. And here's the backstory. Their new coach, the, the Raptors' new coach, Darko Rajakovic, he wasn't a coach for the Knicks. He was just hired as the new coach for the Raptors, but has a friend on the Knicks staff, Ichekwu Azotam. And apparently the Knicks are alleging that Azotam was taking documents and things like uh, organization plans, structure of the coaching, video operations, um, you know, scouting reports, things like that. He, Azotam would take them using his Nick's email account, would then forward him to Azatam's own Gmail account, and then from there, Azatam would forward them from his Gmail account to the Raptors coach. So, obviously, it, it, it's like trade secrets and things like that. The, the thing that I found interesting in all of this was the Knicks said that the materials consist of secret proprietary information critical to the Knicks' efforts to maintain a competitive advantage. <laughs> so I went and I looked at the Knicks' record over the last 10 years. In the last 10 years, they've only had two winning seasons. There are 309 losses to, uh, wins to 485 losses. My question is, what competitive advantage? <laughs> nice. That would have been a good quick take, that's for sure. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, he was a, if you don't know who he is, an NFL player, a first-round NFL pick. 
and and uh, and it was he was killed by a dump truck early in the morning of April 9th, 2022. Now, Dwayne Askins had 0.2% alcohol, blood alcohol, and they had ju- they have just settled with the dump truck driver, the owners of the dump truck, an undisclosed amount, but they are suing a number of other individuals, total of 14 p- people and or entities, um, including the nightclub. Their argument is they're saying that they... Someone, you know, basically drugged him up to, to, you know, and I, I don't know the, all the details. I haven't read the complaint, but they, he's apparently there's a number of other allegations. But they've, they've settled three of the 14 individuals out at this time. So that's all I want to talk about that. That's Do we have an amount there? Do we know how much? No, they will, not, they will not tell the amount. It's, okay. it's, it's confidential. Confidential. Okay. Right. And then I think, Todd, you wanted to talk about... Uh, the uh, yeah lawsuit, lawsuit. out of lawsuit yeah. out of Colorado. This that one, one that's this right. one is just getting started. Apparently, the state of Colorado introduced a, a way to provide funding for parents whose kids were going to preschool, and then they denied funding for the parents whose kids were going to a preschool that was run by, I believe, a cat, the Catholic Church, and the reason was that um, that these folks were not eligible was because of some of the standards that they had put into place. Well, that lawsuit now is getting started, allegedly saying that you're discriminating against religious institutions because you're denying the uh, funding to go to a religious-based preschool, and we'll see how that one turns out. We also have a former respiratory therapist in Missouri that is finally, after this is 2001, 2002, has um, has a fate. By the way, a famous uh, booking photo says, "quote I don't blank care hoodie." But anyway, I, anyway, she is uh, been uh, she's going to do some time, and then we don't have time to talk about it because we are running out of time. But it yeah. is time for quick takes. And Fred, if you're ready, yes, I'm ready to go. You. Go ahead. Yeah. All I got to say is, look, we talk about the divorces of Coster and uh, Halle Berry. Well, all I got to say is Coster's going to have to pay one hundred twenty nine thousand. Uh, to his wife, and she's trying for 179000 Poor Halle Berry has to pay a whopping $8,000. Wow, there's a difference between people who are actors and actresses or whoever's famous. Wow. Todd, what's your quick take today? This is what we learned from the Tyson food case. The most important thing, yes, a chicken can cross the road, but not if that road is 45 miles long. <laughs> All right. And why would it do that? And Denise, what's your quick take? Well, Holly Berry's had, um, just really has not learned from her experiences. Um, she's had several marriages, several children with different men. In her first marriage, she had to pay 16000 a month. Now, and she tried to, to move her children over to France with her current husband, and now she has to pay her current husband 8000 for their child. Wow. We'll see you next week. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? 
Not much closer, and again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141.